Hey, what's up, world? It's your host, Omar Ace Turner, and I'm back with another episode from the podcast, The Authentic Millennial, where we help motivate millennials by the millions to live a life of authenticity. Today, we're going to talk about the forbidden F word. Yeah, I'm talking about failure. (gasps) I just said it. And we're going to talk about how to turn that word failure into a word of empowerment. Here we go. By society's standards, the word failure has such a negative connotation. You know, I mean, I don't know. For me, I was taught growing up that you you can't fail. You shouldn't fail. It's bad if you fail. You're a loser if you fail. And going through my journey of becoming a successful entrepreneur and just a person who motivates other people, I realized that we have to learn to get cozy with failure. Because failure is going to teach us and shape us into the person who we need to become. So I don't see failure as such a bad thing anymore. I see, I see failure as being necessary to get to where I want to go and where you need to go in life. Now, failure can come in so many different forms, fashions, and ways. You know, we're not just talking about career-wise. You know, you can have a relationship where you thought that person was the one. You know, you got married or, you know, you guys, are da- you guys were dating for a very, very long time and things didn't work out for whatever reasons. So now you think you failed. No, you didn't. You just learned what not to do. You know, for example, my relationship, you know, with my child's mother. You know, I thought things were going to work out. I thought we were going to get married. I mean, we were engaged. You know, we did have a child together, but it didn't work out in the long run. When you have, when you're with someone, you got to think of, you got to think about long term. You know, just the other person, your partner's values. Because guess what? If you have a child with this person, that person is going to influence your child. And do you like what that person believes in? Do you believe, do you like what, you know, their, their code of ethics are? Because they're going to implement whatever they believe in, whatever their codes of ethics are, into your child. So you got to really look into that. I mean, can you guys honestly get along? Because even if you guys cannot be together, but can you guys successfully co-parent? You know, that's a, that's a major issue because you'll end up in court left and right, you know, fighting back and forth. Everything is tit for tat. And this is a war, and it can be a lifetime war until that child is at least 18 years old. So my suggestion is that I'm not saying that every, everything is perfect and you guys can get along well, but try your best, man. Try to find someone who you are compatible with or they're mature enough to say, wow, if this doesn't work, at least I know that we can get along successfully once the relationship is over. Failure can come in a major purchase. You bought a car, you bought a house that you miscalculated for. You thought you were, you were financially secure in doing so, but then you lost your job, something happened, and now this house or this car that you purchased is becoming a major burden in your life. So now you got to think about selling it. 
you're worried about what your family's going to think, what your friends are going to think. You're like, oh, my God, I'm a failure. I'm a loser. Like, I can't believe I got to give up what I love. But that's not the case. Everything is shaping, is shaping you for the next stage, for the next level, whatever it is that you're supposed to have next. And I promise you, whatever you're going to have next is going to be a lot better than what you have right now. But you're just going to have to go through the mud and then come out on the other side to get to your victory. So failure is not such a bad thing. And, I, and I'll tell you, I remember when I created a meetup group. Well, it was a self-help group, and it was designed for open-minded people where I could basically coach a group of people at one time. It was all good and, and well, but the problem was only five people showed up. I mean, the most I ever had was in the group max was like at least seven or nine people. But the majority of people who showed up to my group were just five people consistently. And shout out to those five people who made it happen and who made it work and who showed up, you know, all the time, on time. I appreciate that. But that was a learning experience. Um, it didn't work out because, one, I was doing it for free. So I learned that if you're creating a business, it has to. Of course, this is like 101, but you hear it all the time. But, you know, living it and seeing it, you know, through first person is like, duh. Yeah, you really got to make sure that you're financially able to sustain yourself. That you, unfortunately, as much as you love the people and much as you just love what you're doing, you have to charge. You have to monetize. You have to have some type of revenue coming in from whatever that you're doing because it's taking you money to get it done. You know, whether it is you have to rent out a facility, you know, even if you have to post your group onto a website or advertise it, you know, that's costing you money. Having donuts, snacks for the, for the group, whatever it is that you're doing is costing you. So you got to make sure that money's coming back somehow, some way. But what else came from that group? I mean... That was the premise for my comedy movie script that I wrote, you know, from that experience of having a failed meetup group. But I did learn a lot during the time of that meetup group and those amazing people who showed up. They taught me a lot. And I also learned that I have leadership skills. I have organizational skills. Like I can organize. I can put something together that did not exist a day before and now it's here, implemented, and people are showing up to it. I gave, some, I gave people a place to go. That's what I did. So there was no failure. It just had to end, and then I had to move to another route. Another failure came about when I, I met a person online who told me that they could help me sell my movie script. They, they read it. They, they said they enjoyed it, and... They can really see it working out. And I'm like, cool. So the deal was for me to go down the East Coast with this person. And we were going to meet some people along the way, some producers, execs, and make it happen. And I'm like, sure, no problem. Halfway down the trip, I realized that this person is no better than I am as far as connections go. And honestly, this person's life wasn't all 
put together very well. This became a very disappointing and hurting time in my life because, mind you, before leaving to go on to this trip, I'm thinking like, yo, this is it. Uh, you know, I'm big time now. I'm going to sell this movie script. Oh, my God, I'm a big time screenwriter. I was just getting all these ideas in my head. I'm like, yo, I'm going to cop this house or cop this little condo real quick. Man, I'm going to live a life in L.A. I'm going to do it big, you know. I'm telling my family. I'm thinking like, yo, everything's good, like, you know. And none of that happened, you know. Like I said, halfway down to the East Coast, we, like, we run out of money. How the plan was going to go was not the case. We ended up, like, sleeping out of a car, like, halfway down, like, borderline between North Carolina and South Carolina. And I'm like, yo, what is this? Where am I right now? Why am I here? Like, really? I'm sleeping in a car? Is this the life that I came to live? And what was crazy, when I had to use the bathroom and this person dropped me off at the supermarket to, so I could use the bathroom. And I'm like, yo, if this person leaves, where am I going? Like, that's it. And I'm like, nah, this, 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 this ain't it. This, this cannot be it. So I, I had to pull my resources and contact whoever I could contact. I'm like, yo, I need help. Like, get me out of here. And luckily, people came to, to my aid and was able to send me money. And, and I got to my to a family member's house, and they allowed me to stay there. But there was a lot of hurt there because I'm like, wow, the script did not happen. I used the time that I was staying with my family to really hone in on my craft of writing. I studied. I researched. I read so much on screenwriting because I'm like, you know, at least... While I'm staying with my family member, they're not really putting too much pressure on me. They're not telling me to do things or asking much of me. So I was like, let me just use my time now and just learn how to be a dope writer. I I watched so many interviews of successful screenwriters and just had to learn the craft and the skill of making sure that all my movies, you know, every scene there was a problem that needed to be solved and trying to make that funny, you know, like I'm like, okay, fine. That's, that's a great takeaway. But then another major takeaway that I learned from, from that was being around family and seeing that, wow, my family members have problems too. Like anywhere you go, like you think that you, you think that somebody else is better than you or someone's doing it better than you? No, everybody got issues. Everybody has problems. Everybody's going through something. And it's for you to understand that. And even while I was staying with my family's house, I was able to read about Phil Knight and reading how he had problems and Steve Jobs, how he had problems. And then I realized, okay, everybody has a problem. Like everybody goes through a failure. People think that it's going to, work out, and then something happens, and it's just a setback. But it's just shaping you. You're just molding and growing and flowing into the person that you, you need to become. And ever since then, I've made a commitment to myself that 
no matter what the obstacle is, no matter how big the failure seems, I'm going to look at it as what did I learn from it, how can I make myself better, and then improve on it. And I'm just saying, people, you can do the same as well. I know if you guys can do a quick memory jog and just see when there's something that happened to your life that you were sure that you was going to get, you sure this was going to be it for you, this was going to be the big time or whatever it is, and it didn't work out. Because even when I went through it, I'm like, damn, I got to go back to, to my family again. And I know there are, there's haters, you know, there's haters everywhere. And there's some people who was wishing that I failed to begin with, you know, like just to say, see, I told you so, what you was doing was a waste of time. It was never going to work out. But I think, people, that life is just preparing you. If you're feeling hate from your family or from your friends, don't worry about it because that hate is only going to get bigger as you get bigger in life. And the more people you're going to meet, they're going to wish bad things on you or hope that you don't succeed. And it's going to be okay because you got used to it. Because you're like, man, look, if my own family's going to hate on me, I damn sure ain't going to stop because you has something negative to say. So just use your failures as empowerment. Use it to catapult you and keep moving forward. Like I said, there's no such thing. I mean, not to say there's no such thing as failure. It's not negative. It's not bad. Get cozy with it. Get comfortable with it. Embrace it. You know, like, damn it. Yeah, this happened. Wow, another disappointment. Wow, I got to tell people this didn't work out. Wow, I know people were just wishing that it didn't work, but... Keep grinding, keep pushing, keep pulling. I promise you, you're going to get there. It's, it's an amazing trip. You're not exempt from it. No matter who you are, it's all part of the, the growth, and you will be there. And another thing I want to talk about, see, this is one thing I learned from my failures, is that this is why I don't really deal with online and social media and all that stuff, because... People are not living an authentic life. They're putting their best foot forward. They're showing you their best side. And mind you, in, in the real time, in real world, offline, their life is falling apart. You know, this is why I don't do the whole online dating or really get too involved in social media and what people are posting and what people are doing. Because a lot of times, those people's life, are, they're living a lie. They barely got it. You know, they're not... A lot of those things that they're taking pictures of is rented, you know, and if that stuff is for you, that you really do have it, yo, I'm very proud of you, and I'm not knocking you, but I'm talking about the people who are not living that authentic life, who are pretending that they got money, that they just borrowed from somebody, or took a picture of somebody's car that's not theirs, wearing clothes that's not theirs, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Another big takeaway that I took from meeting with that person who was supposed to be my manager who said that they had it going on and saying how they were well connected and come to find out that it was it was a fraud like they 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 were barely having their heads above water people don't get caught up don't think that other people are doing better than you stay in your lane run your race don't look into the rearview mirror don't look into your side mirror just go forward do you know that you have a purpose and know that you're achieving what your goal is. All right, that's my time. Y'all been great. Continue to live that authentic life.